bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics, like we're talking about reality TV. Happy Corona Christmas, Mamau. Oh, happy pandemic holidays to you. Well, COVID Hanukkah. Yes. Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Ended Friday. Uh-huh. Um. So all we have left to do is Christmas and New Year's and then all of the pandemic holidays will be behind us once Mm. and motherfucking for all. And it's moving on up. So much closer and closer and closer to Jojo and Kiki. Yep. We have the inauguration, my COVID birthday. Mm -hmm. And I think the Corona holidays of 2021 will just be different. They will be different. They'll be vaccinated holidays. They'll be vaccinated. I think there'll be less deaths. They'll be fingers crossed because we're having I mean, a 9/11 a day, girl. 9/11 a day. A 9/11. But by a day. next year, it should be better. <laughs> I yeah, mean, there's there's no there's the, not even a question. There's not no. even a question. I mean, you know, there's new strains and stuff, and like apparently, like like new like viruses and whatever. But we'll get it under control. It'll be fine. I mean, it's always morphing and changing and evolving. Right. Well, we got some holiday gifts. And picture postcards for our Drug Den Bulletin Board. Mm -hmm. But before we get into it, I just want to say to anyone who is reluctantly here and they don't want to hear about politics, we want to invite you to join our Patreon podcast. Please, please. www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, dumbgaypolitics.com. You can find the Patreon any of those ways. We don't talk about politics. Nope. It's nonpartisan, bipartisan, all religions. What's that called? Non-denominational. Mm-hmm. Unisex, Uniglow, right. Topshop, all of it. Unitard, onesie, you name it. Like high top, low top. Unicycle. Unicycle. Unilever. Right. Uh, just any of it. Just any of the unis. You know what I mean? Any of the uni- university. University. So join our Patreon if you're here and you're just like, oh, I don't want to hear about this. And maybe you like politics, but you have politics fatigue. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe you do have politics fatigue or you want something else. Or you're like, God, I'm, I just don't get enough of Julian Brandy. Like this hour isn't enough. And then it's, well, just come on down to the Patreon. You can get two more two hours. Two more hours. They're messy. They're not like this. And they're not edited. We just throw them up. We slap them up. There's yeah. no fucking description. There's Stream just a of title. consciousness. Yeah. Just what are we doing? Storytelling, poetry, spoken word, music time, musicals, theater reaction, <laughs> um, reviews, reviewing, reviewing stands, standing reviewing, reviewing on top. This week, rage episode. Rage episode. Yeah. If you want to hear about the run in I had with the guy who drives a green Land Rover. We. We. No, no. We. You decided to have 
um, a road rage fight with someone while I was in the passenger seat. And true. Put, put your daughter's life in danger. That's true. That is Mommy true. Mommy shouldn't get in fights while the baby. That, that's what they always do. Too. They go, I have a baby. Whenever someone comes, I have a baby in the back. Oh like they God, shouldn't be cut off. That's what I should have done. That's what I should have done. I have a baby sitting in the front. I have a baby sitting in the front right now doing all of mommy's work. Okay. And this baby can't be. Ha- and no. Yeah. And oh, then well. he would be like, why don't you put your, your old baby in a car seat? That's illegal. They can't be in the front seat. She's not old enough yet. Your old baby. Your elderly baby needs to go in the back (laughs) where she belongs. I hate the holidays, but our erotic third, Devin Vrana, Mm -hmm. got us some branded ornaments for our Dumb Gay Politics Australian Meditation (laughs) Christmaca holiday tree. Yes, that's right. Very nice. I mean, she got us an assortment of Etsy curated ornaments. And all the ornaments are now on the tree. Which is struggling it, to live. A, it's a struggling a fire to live. It's struggling to live. And that's why it's not even a Christmas tree or anything like that, because it will be coming down this this week sometime. <laughs> so because otherwise I'll call and they'll say, um, all of the animals in Julie um, went up in flames and then they killed everyone around them with the smoke inhalation. Right. That's true. Do you know anything about a crispy Christmas tree? I'll be like, nope, I don't know anything about it. She was Jewish. She didn't have a tree. And you know, it's it's we meditate. It's Australian. It's rainbow. Yeah. And yep. now, thanks to Devin, it's got a clear glass bulb that says WAP 2020. <laughs> so we can always, each year when we meditate around mm. our Chrismica mm-hmm. meditation um, bush. Porthole. Uh-huh. Right. We can always remember WAP 2020. WAP 2020. She got us rainbow pill ornaments. I mean. That are, you know what? They're like Jennifer Warhoftig Kalanya, who made us. the right. right here, Jennifer. Yeah. Listen. She made us. Oh, oh God. Great. That that was me. Hello, no one's home. Hello, I'm here with steaks for some uh, dogs that just might want them. <laughs> Hi, I'm here with steaks for dogs. No, oh okay. yeah, your new owners are here. We sold you for fifty dollars each. Okay, she gave us these pill coasters. Yeah, and now Devin got us. They're very similar to this, but they're yep. ornaments, right? And then in the middle of the two rainbow pill ornaments. One says, like it's a quote, it says, you can do it, love Adderall. And the other one say, <laughs> says, maybe she's born with it, maybe it's Adderall. I love that one. Maybe she's born with it, maybe it's Adderall. Like the commercial. Exactly, like Maybelline. Maybelline. Right. right. And Devin, I'd like you to know, when we got the ornaments, we immediately started taking Adderall. I was like, I need to get some Adderall right now. It's like, speaking of, Merry Christmas to moi, I'm going to find some Adderall. <laughs> I have a condition <laughs> called okay. I need Adderall <laughs> and it's been so fun. It's called Adderallitis and I have it. <laughs> so then there's another one. I would say this is my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Barocking around the Christmas tree. And Self-explanatory. Th- and there's a picture of, of Barack. Mm-hmm. Then there's one of a animated picture of Joe Biden in his classic legendary shades, uh-huh. licking an ice cream cone. And it says in quotes, by Don. Which is great. Oh, it's so good. Like Biden. Like but Biden by Don. But it's by Don and he's licking, uh, eating an ice cream cone in the shades saying bye yeah. to Donald Trump. And for those of you who don't know, we heard from his granddaughters, from Joe Biden's granddaughters, that Joe Biden's um, guilty pleasure, what he'll be caught doing at the fridge is going to the freezer 
and getting some ice cream and hiding hiding right. behind he the door eats, and he eating shame it. eats ice cream yeah standing up inside the probably mm. gets inside the freezer he probably has a walk-in freezer <laughs> then there's one i would say this is your personal favorite yes it says deck the halls with female leaders comma la 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 love it <laughs> love it because the comma la 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 sneaks up on you you know yeah, what I, I mean? didn't even get it you're yeah. like oh look yeah, I love it. Kama la 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 la. It's great. And we already have these little Australian ornaments that Renee McCann gave us. So they and Devin matched the color scheme perfectly. The color scheme is it's so cute. It's, it's working. Whimsical and mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. And as long as no one dies in a fire, we're good for the season. <laughs> so thank you, Devin. Now, uh, one of our super boos, Mike Valdez. Apparently, Mike. I don't know what, why or how, or he's just, a, he's just talented and not a loser. He started a candle company during this pandemic. Right. Now, Mike, every single thing about your gift is pitch perfect, except for the fact that you went ahead and started a candle company and are doing well. And, <laughs> and we have to go like, how did someone start? It is such an incredible. Oh my God. Like we looked at the website, Mike, we damn near lost our life. I already, mm-hmm. I already bought stuff. I like couldn't take it. I was like, I was like, Julie, look at this. Oh, I mean, it's on. It is. It's, it's the new can, the new, our new candle dispensary is now. Yeah. These candles. So it's called wick effect mm-hmm. wick effect.com. If you want to check out this website is so like, Oh, it's like you're, it, you know what it's like? It's like you're in, Shit's Creek in the apothecary store, yes. uh, you know, of David. Rose's apothecary. Yeah, it's so Ugh. like that. It's like the, it's Ugh, like the, yes. the soothing color palette. Yes. The San Diego, yes. uh, you know, upscale vibes. In a gl- heavy glass, guys. <laughs> and the either like your tinted glass or open glass. The amber glass. Oh, amber. Which we got. But the clear glass is, is money too. Yeah, it's all. The clear glass is going to be good for the spring. With adorable like labels label oh my god and it is apothecary like and they're so classy and so cute and so cool perfect gift perfect 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 and the smell Mm. now listen i want to say our candle game is already strong like we do candles we do them all the time i'm very scent oriented if i smell a bad scent i get annoyed i also don't like certain sounds i'm just a bitch is basically (laughs) the deal and i don't want anything making me uncomfortable at any time Uh. so the thing is that with our candle game we get janky toxic ones from yes, Walmart right. that were basically smelling and sniffing cancer all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real. Because as we learn from Wick Effect website, wickeffect.com, mm-hmm. there's lots of flailates and phytonkates and finkates. <laughs> and parabens and <laughs> yeah. flobins and <laughs> right. putinines and pintines and all kinds of cerebus and just they're bad all for in you. The, they're in the candles. Carcinahoos yeah. and carcinachines <laughs> and genie watts. Carcinah Charlie Sheens. Carcinah Charlie Sheens. And all of them are terrible for you. And they don't have any of them in their candles. No. They're all fresh and organic and natural. And when you can buy a humongous candle for $5, you mm-hmm. know that they have taken cancer tumors, tumors that have been removed. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're now lighting them on fire. Yeah. yeah. And put um, food dye on it. And then yeah. it's just like, mm, mm-hmm. So we're never going back. No. Their candles are so fucking gorgeous and luxurious. Yeah. Okay. And I want to say, we already have Mike and Andres and Patchouli on our Drug Den Bulletin board. We love them. We've got their San Diego vibes. We've had them <laughs> drinking a fucking, you know, butterbeer mm. at Harry Potter World. Ugh, you know what I mean? Out yes, of the goblet. Ugh, yes. And we're just, we love them. We love them. We love patchouli. Oh my God. Just yeah. bugging on like yep. nacho. Yep. Yep. Love. So they go, hey girls, please enjoy these candles for my candle company. That was 
Created during Miss Corona 2020, DGP and your Patreon has brought so much needed laughter, joy, and happiness during this bullshit year into our lives. Hopefully the candles will bring a smile to your faces and help contain the IBS air pollution situation and also assist you with your chronic nibs. Happiest holidays, Mike, Andres, and Patchouli. I think it is helping me with my nibs. Yep. Because I lit, so he they gave us bourbon and autumn cider mm -hmm. gentleman collar which oh i mean my fave amazing i love it it smells so good it's it, the exactly how i want to smell oh uh, it's like you guys like we want you we're gonna i'm gonna we're gonna have to talk to you about like when we design a, our own scent i need to know what's in gentleman collar so i can make it um it my, tells you uh, the, my perfume it tells you the top notes and, and like the base notes and all the shit on the website it'll tell you the and so we can you know what i mean we can copy it and just make Go down to the perfumier. Oh, I need to do it. Then there's one called Fetish. So oh, yeah, good. That one's it's cool. like leather. It's like leather. It smells like leather. It's so fucking hot. And then holiday sweater. First of all, you guys, right now on the website, because I just bought some, it's on sale three for $45. That is the perfect price point. It's probably too late for Christmas, but who cares? You can get it as a New Year holiday gift for somebody, any birthday. Yep. It's like you don't have to spend too much. It's And it's so classy mm -hmm. and great. Mm -hmm. And holiday sweater though is on sale and i'm talking you're sleeping if you're not getting the christmas tree smelling candle because these fucking trees they die in a day and yeah. they don't smell strong enough right unless you get like leah one that's 40 feet tall our meditation bush that julie has is two feet tall okay <laughs> the bitch puts it probably puts it in the back seat of the car yeah i mean well where else do you put it you, they strap it to the top for you oh no that's it that goes right in the car yeah this is how tiny it is right so in the car. it didn't smell and holiday sweater we had a janky Walmart candle, which Julie needed to burn 24 hours straight and was gone. I was like, where's this <laughs> Christmas candle? And then Mike saved us uh -huh. and freaking now we have it and it smells so good. So good. So good. Like, I honestly, we can't say enough good things. So you guys good. just I mean, just check it out. It's yeah. really like, thank you guys so much. We love you. OK, so now we got some holiday cards from some of our favorite listeners mm -hmm. and we got a new picture postcard from a gorgeous family that is new to us, but we already love them. OK, they are the Lewison family. So cute. It's their holiday card, which is so cute. And then she included she sherry included a note julie and brandy love your podcast and patreon i started listening to you guys this year big fan of yours from people's couch i listen to you guys in my car and in my house while ignoring my husband and kids smiley face thank you for making 2020 bearable and for making me laugh i get so excited when i see a new episode especially patreon happy holidays sherry lewison mm. i like that last name lewison mm -hmm. now what's the husband's name the husband's name is mark Mark, we know Mark's not listening, so we're not even going to deal with Mark. We love Sherry. And then I am obsessed. She has her daughter and, and son, Jonah and Alex. Mm -hmm. Okay. I cannot, when a girl is named Alex, <laughs> I live. Jonah, how cute is that? Very cute. That, that, that is just so, so cute. I can't And they're cute it. kids. They're super cute. Cute names, cute like kids. Alex, how cute. Very and cute. And Jonah, so cute. And I wouldn't even care if she's like, oh, Jonah's the girl and Alex is the boy. I'm getting, still getting my life. Yep. Getting yep. my life so there's hard. No, there's no losing there. So thank you, Sherry. We love having you. Okay, so we got a holiday card update as we do every year. And thank God, because I was going to be really irritated from the candy family. <laughs> we get to see how the candy kids are growing. Mm, meow, meow. Great. Cooper, Emma, Teddy, Rodeo the dog, <sighs> still alive. Look how cute. I mean... Now, Cooper, as you might remember, their oldest. Yeah. I'm not sure how old the children are. 
But Teddy was the baby. He's like, look, full walking now, right. which I can't take. Wow. I hate when the kids grow up. I he know. was a newborn baby. Weird. But Cooper is our dude who's like the embodiment of hot white male privilege. <laughs> and we're so excited for Cooper to be yeah. like um, an Abercrombie model. Yes. You know, we, absolutely. Can't, we can't wait for his modeling career. Yep. And Emma, all of the kid, the whole, their entire, we can't. We just can't with the candies. They're amazing. Uh, they look like they're all ch children from movies. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're And that, this is like the first time we've seen them in their natural environment, mm -hmm. naturalistic mm -hmm. environment. Mm -hmm. And it really didn't disappoint. I mean, Teddy needs a whoopee and he can be the star of Mr. Mom. If you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> look it up and get your life. Okay. Hey, guys. In Australian <laughs> accent, of course. How are you? Here is your yearly pick of the candy kids. They are bigger, louder, and frankly, more annoying. No school is no joke, but we are lucky to have an income, our health, and our home. I know you hear this a lot from your listeners, but thank you. The isolation of being stuck home with three kids all day can be tedious. It's like you are never fucking alone, but still lonely. To put you guys on and drown out the madness is as comforting as a good book or a hot bath. I pop in my earbud and then tell the kids I need quiet because I'm listening to the news. <laughs> Mommy's listening to the news right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Julie is talking about shitting on the bath mat and Brandy is talking about doing all the drugs. Your pod son, Teddy, is starting to talk. So that now is our baby. That's yeah. our podcast baby. Yeah. Uh, so now I have three humans with opinions I frankly don't want to hear. <laughs> Emma is raising Teddy while I homeschool Cooper and Rodeo is my favorite family member most days. He and I just lock eyes through the madness and I know we are both wondering how long till Paul comes home to make us all dinner <laughs> and put these fools to bed. Anyway, we are hanging in, thankful to you both, and thankful that the country will no longer be run by that orange shit stain much longer. Hoping and wishing for light at the end of the tunnel for all of us and sending much love and appreciation to you. Kate Hart, Katie Candy. I mean... If a Christmas passes and we don't get a Christmas card from the candies, I will just... That will be the year we hang it up. So you better take that pressure on, Katie, because you have to keep this podcast I mean, going. Jesus, God. And I mean, just we're counting the days until Cooper Candy is shirtless <laughs> in the Abercrombie store. And then it'll be like, isn't that weird? And we'll be like, not at all, quite frankly. Not at all. And I have just, zero problems I, with it. I want Katie to know that I'm... If I could, and I can't do Photoshop, but my dream is... this: There's a picture of the three kids on like... Um, like a sled. snow saucers or okay. sleds i imagine us like i'm here and you're here <laughs> oh, we're, and we're, we're on them, them too yeah. <laughs> so good you know what i mean yes that's our dream <sighs> love them okay so jason moss i mean you know what i mean jason moss speaking of studs our, yeah our sexy brother from another mother mm -hmm. he sent us a christmas card yep julie and brandy even though you never play my song requests hardly mention me not true jason don't you even get salty <laughs> hardly mention me to stroke my ego or appreciate the floor i walk on i still appreciate and enjoy you i am waiting by the phone for our dinner date since forever as well as when we can drink and do drugs together you bring me joy merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa happy new year happy holidays fun in 21 xoxo jason moss God, I love how he signs his name. Now, we, Jason, you bitch, we had plans <laughs> to go to see the Jonas Brothers at the Hollywood Bowl. And like, and of course, Julie got asked to, do, to go to Mexico and do stand up. But now looking back, it's like, what fuck was that point? crew. Well, yeah, we should have gone <laughs> yeah. to the, because it have been the last concert we even go to. And a bit at the Hollywood Bowl, and we were going to get do so many mushrooms and pot and every kind of drug we get our hands on sitting in the thing with Jason Moss. And first of all, 
Jason Moss has had so many song requests played on the Patreon. Mm -hmm. We can't even look at Dua Lipa or hear Dua Lipa, not a note, <laughs> without thinking of him. Yeah. And for a minute, Ren's favorite song was was Dua Lipa, and it was like it was like me, Jason Moss, and Ren hanging wow. out. So I don't know. I think that must have been sarcastic because he knows we were sheep. The ground he walks on. He's giving me Madonna record. We're talking vinyl. We're talking Gary Delabate vinyl. Yeah. TLC vinyl. Yep. He got us a gift card to Italy. Oh my God. Yeah, that's I mean, right. He's beyond. Like, we love you, Jason. We got your look. You got his black and white headshot right fucking oh my, there. Oh, it's like, and like full headshot. So we love you, you bitch. Okay. <laughs> now, Lauren J, our Hawaiian dancing lady on the dash. <laughs> she. <laughs> had given you a gift card to 7-Eleven. Right. We tried to use it. It was only good in Hawaii. Right. And if you don't think that made us consider immediately moving to Hawaii, you're wrong. We were like, <laughs> okay, I think this is a sign from God that we need to pack up and move immediately to Hawaii. And there was, and there is like a thing to look into about getting paid to go live in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Well, we so. send it back to you, Lauren. It should be there any day now. Yeah. And here's what Lauren said. Julie. Hey, guys. Aussie accent. I mean, I'm living. Uh, so sorry about the fuck up with the 7-Eleven card. I didn't even realize it can only work in Hawaii. Anyway, the replacement card says U.S., so I'm hoping it works fine in California. And sorry, gift cards seem like they're not thoughtful. I just didn't want to send things you may not like. We'll just send multiple bottles of chomps next time, LOL. Stay healthy and good luck with the new lockdown. And I hope your IBS, etc. isn't treating you too shitty this week. Love, Lauren J. It's another contribution you've done in 2020 is Apparently, really coming to everyone's terms really with, getting with into your IBS. The, the IBS yeah. Now, Lauren, first of all, gift cards are not impersonal. Mm -hmm. I think they're fantastic. And Julie's down to her last $100 and gave $5 <laughs> of it to some Christmas carolers that bugged on last night. So while it was touching and mm -hmm. very Corona-y and very risky. I think it's super thought. I mean, basically handing it. First of all, any gift is thoughtful, period. But she gave a Any Visa bit. gift card. Yeah. Like good anywhere. You gave the five dollars to the carolers. Right. And then you got the gift card from Lauren. Yeah, it's I how mean, it works. It's how it works. Right. And you were just like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Target, here I come. I mean, I'm telling you, I hadn't even finished reading the card. Lauren, the bitch is already on the phone. She's like, hold on. I'm gonna I gotta I gotta admit, I'm gonna um activate this. Like she was super excited. I already know what I'm getting with it. <laughs> I already know. I mean, it's already I'm not I refuse I to let her or anyone else be shamed on a gift card that's completely thoughtful. Oh I think, you know, it's like, please. That's the, all of that's being left in 2020. It's so nice. I mean, who it's it's so it is thoughtful. Now I have hours to decide what I want. I get to go. <laughs> I'm having fun with myself. I'm being able to look at things. I'm doing shopping, which is my favorite thing in the world. I mean, you know what I mean? And I yes, mean. am I going to buy a murder mystery box with it? Yeah. That's exactly right. We're going to play. Although we got some. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Murder at the bar? <laughs> at the dive bar. Murder at the dive bar. <laughs> okay. So it's the fucking holidays. I've been noticing that we don't want to stay on our diet. <laughs> Do we? It was good for a little bit. And it was like going really good. Yeah. And then. Um, I'm telling you, it's the holidays. It's like, hmm. fuck it. There's treats everywhere. Oh, There's the yeah. the desire to make the treats. Oh. You know how we love wild bars. Love. My plan is to try and do the intermittent fasting. Yes. Like not have any treats. 
fuck breakfast. We don't even fuck with that anyway. Nope. But not have like some kind of like amazing lunch. <laughs> like just push it through. <laughs> have a wild bar around two. Yes. And this is after having however many 19,000 cups of coffee anyone's going to have. And uh-huh. then early dinner. And I don't care if it's Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, Hanukkah dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't care what dinner it is. Mm-hmm. Having that shit at like five. Yeah, because it really is. It has truly worked for me to not eat at night. Well, the only thing that can ever get anyone through till dinner is the wild bar. It's 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 a fact. Isn't it's it, a miracle. Now? It should be called yeah. the miracle wild bar. We know Sharon Houston, our friend, <laughs> mm-hmm. freaking ordered them. Yep. Sharon's going to do this shit with us through the holidays. <laughs> the guy, the dude, I don't know, whoever made these, it's like his whole thing is that he wanted to make a bar that w- had less than 10 ingredients mm. and more than 10 grams of protein. Ugh. And he wanted you to be able to see, like, oh, look, there's a nut. And you can. <laughs> you go, those are the seeds. There's the whatever the sweet thing, the blueberry, the <laughs> yeah. pineapple, the strawberry, the whatever. Um, those are detoxifying you. It's so good. I love them. I love them. I love them. And it does help. And they are filling. And it is nutty, seedy, fruity, delicious. You chew it. You're, you Ugh. get tired chewing. You get the feeling that you ate. You're full. That's, that you and ate that's something my, real. And that's my favorite thing. Yeah. I need to have something where I'm chewing it. Like I a caveman. I despise those fucking chocolate protein bars. They're all powdery and weird. And it's like, yes. what is this? Yeah. It's got that weird flavor. Yeah. And it's like all like a nougat. But it's like a weird nougat. But this is delicious. It's so good. I got it, like I said, at like some kind of fucking CrossFit gym. (laughs) I mean, it's as if somebody who cares about you made this in their oven. Yes, that's exactly. You're exactly right. It's like your mom made you snacks for the week for you to be able to, to have like or it's almost like a meal. It can be a meal replacement, too. That's what's so That's great what about we're them. doing. Exactly. So for if it, you are trying to diet or lose weight or tone up or whatever it is, these bars are phenomenal. They really, truly, truly, truly are. And it makes you feel like like you're doing it, too. It, you know what I mean? Oh, like, like you're doing life. You know what? I'm doing me. I'm doing life. Yep. Fuck you, Jack in the Box. Don't yep. try and come in my eyes. Yep. I'm not having a Ziploc baggie filled with nuts. No. That is that is some 90s technology. <laughs> take your fucking bag of nuts. Even take your prepackaged Trader Joe's bag of cashews and whatever and almonds. No. This mm-hmm. is all of it. It's all of all it. All of it. You can have it after working out. You can have it before working out. That is the great thing. Sometimes I'm, before I work out, I'm like, I want to eat, but I shouldn't. And if I do, then I won't work out. But if you eat a wild bar, you can eat it and then work out. Yeah, I've eat half, save the other half. So you can be like, I can get a treat right when I'm done. All I have to do is do this and I can get the other half of my bar. So if you want to go on a wild bar journey and you have to, go to wildbar.co. That's wildbar.co. And enter promo code DUMBGAY15 at checkout and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. You have got to do it. Once again, that's wildbar.co.co. Enter promo code DUMBGAY15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. All right. Now it's time to find out what's doing with JoJo and Kiki. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. Because I know exactly what we need. Jojo and Kiki. I want to have a Kiki. Lock the doors. Hey, Jojo and Kiki. Motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Jojo and Kiki. I want to have a Kiki. Die, turn, work. Jojo and Kiki. We are going to serve and work. 
All right, so this week, JoJo and Kiki got served another huge helping of fucks on their already full plate for 2021. Apparently, a global pandemic and nationwide civil unrest weren't catastrophic enough for the Trump administration and the Republicans running Congress, so they went ahead and added the biggest espionage cyber attack in American history to their rotted resume. This shit is honestly, Mm. in my opinion, the most distressing and disturbing thing to happen during the Trump administration, and obviously that's saying a lot. But the scope and size of this hack is honestly, it's just, it's truly terrifying. So... Basically, there is a debate about which country is ultimately behind the attack. And most likely, by the way, it's all of them working together. But the majority of news outlets as of right now are reporting that Russia is behind it, while Trump and Fox News and some Republicans are saying that it's China. And Julie and I are going to go ahead and throw North North Korea in the mix for good measure because obvs. Mm -hmm. Basically, six months ago, Russian Chinese cyber soldiers implanted malware into a software update for a company called solar winds solar winds is a huge it company that provides network operating systems for thousands of businesses including almost all of america's fortune 500 companies and almost all of our government agencies and that's exactly who was hacked right so similar to when we do shitty updates on our shitty iphones which are filled with (laughs) shitty chinese huawei spy (laughs) chips the hackers implanted malware into the solar winds software update so when the companies who are on the solar winds network system, like for example, like Julie said, our entire government, when they downloaded and installed the update, like when we do our iPhone updates or our Mac updates, they basically installed a quick and easy way for Russia and China to spy on them and steal all their information and also corrupt it. And again, that's exactly what they did for the last six fucking months. Now we don't know the extent of what they stole or the extent of what they fucked with or the extent of what's going to happen now. But we know there was malware. We know the companies who were hacked. We know the purpose of the hack was to spy. And we know it's a hot mess of historic proportions. And if you don't believe us, just listen to this guy. I believe this is the hack of the decade. Uh, Probably one of the most consequential cyber espionage campaigns in the history uh, of this country. And the fact that the Russian intelligence services, it appears to have been them, had this level of access inside of our most sensitive networks, both government and private sector, should be extremely tro- troubling. <laughs> okay, I recorded that on my phone. That was recorded with malware that was put implanted <laughs> into solar winds. Okay, so just to recap again, because it cannot be said enough. Russia slash China hacked our fucking government computer systems, and they've been jacking off to our top secret classified information for the last six months. Here is a list of the U.S. government agencies that are currently drowning in Chinese-Russian hackerages. The Office of the President of the United States. Well, I mean, we could drop the mic right there. Yeah, exactly. The Secret Service. Um, okay, that's no biggie. Just the president and his family's whereabouts and schedule. And does that include JoJo and Kiki? Cause yes. Because Joe Biden already had Secret Service because yeah. he's a fucking vice president. Correct. And now he's the president-elect. The Department of Defense. Meow, meow. <laughs> Again, not, no biggie, just the entire strategic plan. The U.S. Army, the U.S. Marine Corps, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Air Force, and the U.S. Coast Guard. 
Oh, just those old little, just little those groups? Ones. Those groups? Again. Mm. The State Department. Ah. Uh. Our entire foreign policy plan and all of the government's international communications. Sanctions anyone? Like, wow. And at this point, we know they can spy. We know the malware's there. What, what they don't know is if they can make changes with the malware. Right. But we know you can. You can corrupt with malware and you can spy. So, And there's a reason this stuff's called classified and top secret. If we can't know it, then people shouldn't be knowing it. And mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. The Federal Reserve. Just all our money. Yeah. Just all the money. NASA. Oh, um, that's satellites. That's everything in the space. The NSA, which stands for National Security. Oh, just that? Yeah, just National Security. The CDC, which is all of the coronavirus research, which we know um, we found out and was came out what like a month or two ago that Russia was spying on and and trying to steal the everything related to the vaccine and the CDC. And now we know how the Department of Justice. Ooh, great. Mm-hmm. So all our plans to prosecute, anyone uh, we're investigating, mm, all the evidence relating to such great, cases. Great, Um, The National Institutes uh, of Health. Uh-huh. And finally, the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, no, that one's not. That's okay. Well, Just the, Homeland Security. The it's irony fine. of ironies. It's fine. That the department that's tasked with <clears throat> making our homeland secure yeah, never exactly. did it. That's right. Under Trump's watch. That's right. And they want to take money and buy missiles and tanks and don't create a cyber army. Yep. And also something to block biological warfare. Exactly. Good job, Homeland Security. <laughs> it's enormous news. It's unsettling. It it's has repulsive. not. It has not been fixed. No, of course not. And we need to get Edward Snowden and Julian Assange and these motherfucking hackers who we put in jail and we say, oh, they're leakers and they're this. It's like, leakers, fine, build them a compound and pay them and make them live there in a nice place to live and have them hack for you and make them pay them and blackmail them to work for this country then. I don't know what to tell you. Get every single basement dwelling cyclops that's lurking around on the dark internet or the black web or whatever dark web and get them and make us a team. We need a team. North Korea has theirs. Russia has theirs. China has theirs. We're looking like 90s technology fucking assholes out here. Iran has theirs. We're showing up to the fucking battle with a musket and it's tragic exactly we're showing up with exactly and if you're of the mind that our government doesn't really matter and it's our billionaires and corporations who control policy and hold all the power well don't worry russia and china hack them too here are some of the fortune 500 companies that currently have computers bugged with spyware and again this isn't even all of them microsoft ford visa mastercard at&t procter and gamble PwC, Best Western, Lockheed Martin, Boston Consulting Group, CBS, Time Warner, Cisco, McDonald's, Comcast, Ernst & Young, The Gates Foundation, Gillette, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Harvard, Sprint, Hertz, Volvo, Kodak, Nestle, New York Times, San Francisco International Airport, Yahoo. Wow. And remember when Twitter wow, got wow. hacked and it was like all and they were like, send the money if you do this in Bitcoin. And it was huge. People it was like Elon Musk. Right. And yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if this was how that Twitter hack <sighs> because they were able to get in and see people's passwords and they could sign into Twitter. And I want to say it's interesting and notable that as far as the major networks like CBS and Time Warner was mentioned, but not NBC, not mm. Universal. Um, I think that's notable. Also, not Apple, Amazon, or Facebook, yet Microsoft, which is a juggernaut, and Bill Gates himself, the Bill Gates Foundation. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, 
that smacks of collusion. Like, and any crazy conspiracy theorist worth their salt believes Bill Gates is in bed with China. Oh, like yeah, you won't even run into a conspiracy theorist where they're not like, oh, Bill Gates was talking about coronavirus three fucking years ago. He gave right. the TED talk. Right. And fine, think what you will, but I just think it's funny that no other big Larry Ellison or what's that dude who that big Democratic donor or George Soros. Oh, right. No, but we got Bill Gates on right. here and Microsoft. Right. Like, I just I'm just like not into Bill Gates. I'm not into any of them, but I'm yep. definitely not into Bill Gates. But I'm happy that we've got Visa, MasterCard and AT&T. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, San Francisco International Airport. The hackers like this can literally turn off the entire country's power. That's the thing. It's, it's like, fucked up. It's North Korea has had the capability to shut down like America's most important power grids. Like the like I would say not. I mean, I wouldn't want to call it important, but like in the biggest cities, North Korea has had that capability since 2018. Now, Russia and China have it, too. You know, just think about when you're at a music festival or a concert or some kind of parade, if you will, or Disneyland or something such as, and your phone doesn't work because it's a million people and everybody's on the network and the network's overloaded and you can't get cell, cell service and you can't check at your internet or whatever. And it's like, that's what we're dealing with here. If they shut down even one major power grid, Mm -hmm. It's chaos ensuing immediately. Oh, chaos. The traffic lights are out. Yep. Nobody can charge their fucking shit. Yep. I mean, honestly, Gmail went down while Julie and I were in Malibu. Everything else was working on Ugh. the phone, but it we couldn't so weird. we couldn't email and we had a meeting and we and we didn't have any phone numbers and we couldn't email. And it was almost as if someone had blindfolded us and tied our hand. We couldn't mm -hmm. even we forgot how to drive. We were yeah. like yeah exactly the email <laughs> pull over <laughs> i just think we should just hunker down until this gets fixed like we were useless useless without simply the email think of a, a hospital think of a nursing home think of people who are vulnerable think of a place that's freezing my parents are in a blizzard right now think of your electric car that you won't be able to charge right you'll be running with your cans of tuna <laughs> and your gold bullion <laughs> and your shotgun and you'll drive halfway to vegas and be like whoops the car ran out of batteries can we charge it no because there's no power were. At the end of the day, it's like Republicans want to act like they're the big party of defense and the military mm -hmm. and they shit the bed. And whether you're in the middle or whatever you are, part of our military needs to be a cyber army. It's just a fact. They didn't protect us from if coronavirus in any way was biological warfare, even if it was just a smattering of it. It's like, you weren't ready. No. You weren't ready. Right. You weren't. Andrew Yang's been talking about it since the fucking mm -hmm. debates. And it's like, you shit the bed. Joe Biden is on the record now saying he's going to get prepared. And, yep. you know, it's like, oh, we're going to, whatever they think they're going to do to Russia and they're going to sanction and whatever. Yeah, and it's whatever. like, come on. I mean, this whole thing was done because of sanctions. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you so, got, just get the cyber army together and let's get it. Let's get it. Popping. Yeah. Let's go. It's, it's the only, take the budget, which is astronomical mm -hmm. you're not giving us any fucking enough stimulus money or any for the last six months take the money that you're hoarding for the military and fucking protect us and our fucking national security yep okay now we get to hang out with two comedians and talk some shit I want. This is how I got famous. Talking shit. And I'm gonna keep talking shit. I'm gonna keep talking shit till the day I die, bitch. Matter of fact, I'm gonna record something. So when I'm dead and I'm in a casket, 
I'm gonna be on a fucking radio talking shit like, yeah, at my funeral, let me tell you about these motherfuckers. Okay, this is our segment called Talking Shit, where we hang out with comedians and talk shit about politics. Why? Because talking shit is fun and politics will always be gross, no matter who the fucking president is. That's right. Which is why we're so excited for our guests today. They are hilarious homosexuals and creative collaborators who just released their new solo stage comedy called Making Friends, which is out now and available to stream until January 11th. So without further ado, let's let the shit talking commence with Tom Detrinis and Drew Drogi. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. How are y'all? We're super excited to talk shit with you guys. Mm. We're going into Forever 21. It's coming up. So the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is less than a month away. And we want to know, how do you guys feel about them? And how optimistic are you for the next four years? I was not at all excited actually about either of them in mm. like in primary times. Cause I was, I was a Liz Warren fanatic. I also, I also, I love, I love Buttigieg. I was like, you know, there were, and I was obviously I was more into Kamala than Joe, but I was like, she's a cop. I'm nervous. I don't know about this. She's got a lot of black people in prison. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I, you know, but every time I saw her spoke, I really liked her, but I was like, I was just nervous about like, does she have the support and is she on the right side of things? I, you know, and then Joe, I was like, Oh my God, we have to get Joe Biden. And, but then I got to say, and mainly because I hate Trump and Pence and all those fuckers so much that I became like in love with them. And by, and when they were, when it was announced that Saturday, I sat on my couch and I wept, I was so happy. And when Kamala called him and said, we did it, Joe, I couldn't, I, I, I was apoplectic. I was like, I love them so much. I'm so excited. I want them in charge of everything. And they're already yeah. doing so much great stuff with who they're appointing and cabinets and stuff. So I'm like, I can't wait to fucking go. Let's do it, January 20th. Tom, I kind of, I kind of went on the same that you can call me Tom. That works. Okay. <laughs> um, we went on the same. I know my my fucking Zoom says Thomas, but like I think that's kind of sexy. Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Great. Let, let's make out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I was in the same boat as Drew. I was a Liz Warren person because she is just like she, every video you see of her in the Senate, she's just like fuck you and fuck you and fuck you, and I'm like yes, bitch, more because um she you know she just kind of spoke to my heart. Anyway, uh. I was also equally like, I guess we'll have Joe. I, I, you know, like, fine. He's like the grandpa that's just like, all right, sure. But watching him speak and especially the way he, I feel like Joe Biden is incredibly thought, thoughtful in that he really takes his time to make decisions and really thinks about the best way to do it. And that's at least the facade that we're getting at the moment. And I, at least I appreciate the political facade. I appreciate the fact that we're coming back to someone who isn't going to be in the news every day. Like I keep checking my NPR app, like refreshing <laughs> and it's been refreshing, not seeing a shit storm every day. Like yeah. in the last two days, I've seen just boring shit on NPR. That's like people like, you know, animals. I'm like, thank <laughs> God, yeah. because I'm just, I'm yeah. done with worrying about what he said for four years. And I think that's really what we're all feeling who are on this side of history, the, I think the right side of history, where we're sitting there going, this shit has been intense for four years and we just need a goddamn break. I just want a break. And I yeah. do think that 
it is important that he chose a woman and a woman of color. And it sends a message to all those fucking racist motherfucking dick nuggets. And it's just like, you <laughs> are not allowed to be here anymore with mm-hmm. those thoughts. You cannot with yeah, a go woman back like in the that. shadows. No. Go back in the shadows. Like they, and I think we all need to realize, and I do think this is important when it comes to politics, that it's a little bit like dating. Like sometimes this person's gonna be okay for you in this way, but they're never, but this person's not perfect and that's gonna be okay. It's kind of like, we don't have to marry these people. We're not marrying these people. We're just having them for now. And they're not perfect, those, those two people. Liz Warren isn't perfect. Bernie Sanders is not perfect. Every politician is not perfect right. because they're human. And we need to demystify that they're going to be a savior. They're not saviors. They're just means to an end, you know? And like y'all said, that's always gross. Politics is always gross. <laughs> always. It should always kind of be a little bit like fuck the man anyway as, yeah. as comedians. Yeah. It should always be like, yeah, you're dumb. You're lame. That should well, always be the vibe. We feel like kindred spirit, I know for sure with both of you now, because we... We went during the pandemic, we were like right before the Super Tuesday, you know, door to door for Elizabeth Warren. We went to her that night, they're like her rally, like we're fully getting coronavirus for that shit. <laughs> and so we we like when people are now in love with Biden and Kamala Harris and Jill Biden, like because oh, yes. all of them, Doug. Because we the cried. first yeah, gentleman. <laughs> like we yeah. wanted Elizabeth Warren so we badly. Cried. We cried on Super Tuesday. Cried the whole thing. And then when you see, like, you just can't believe exactly what you're saying. They might not be saviors, but God, they feel like they're flawed people. They're people who have had loss. They're people who who know what racism feels like. They're people who know right. what sexism feels like. And they seem to reflect that they understand that. No. And for that, I'm so grateful. Yeah, like yeah. not for nothing. We love Hunter because we love oh, drugs. We oh, we want to go party God. with Hunter. How oh, bad yeah. do you want to go party with Hunter? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, he is hot, isn't he? Um, I think so. Incredibly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Everyone? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You've all seen that picture of him as a young man. You're like, breathe me. Just do it. <laughs> Just give it to me. Okay. Wow. Uh, The Georgia runoff election, which will decide the fate of the entire country for the next four years, is exactly two weeks from today. What do you guys think is going to happen? Well, I got a little bit hopeful because, a little bit hopeful. How dare you? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Stacey Abrams had an Instagram post that already a million people had early voted in Georgia. We're seeing bigger numbers turn out than even in the election from a month ago. So I think she is the savior of us all. This woman has saved us. So I, I am a little bit hopeful. Also those other two keep falling down. Like when they had the debates and he didn't even show up. The, oh, uh, what's his Oh my God. Um, I was like, that is Purdue. Didn't even show up. You idiot. You, all you had to do was show up. Yeah, and she's just a fucking idiot. Like she's idiot. just, a, oh, like she, she's a she has a middle robot. school degree. She, that's all she's got. <laughs> Everything else is a lie. Drew, take it away. Again, I, I'm not new or saying anything interesting about this, but that like, that Fox News like gobot uh. shell of like why all those women look the same, that dead inside blonde, it's like all the trappings of an attractive person, but yes. disgusting. Yeah, and so you're yes. like, what went wrong here? Yeah. Yes. And it's it, like, yeah. and again, talking about hotness, I mean, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock are also both attractive, <laughs> and, but they're, but they do, I, you know, I feel like 
I am, I'm cautiously optimistic that they both can do it. And I just hope that enough Republicans are disenfranchised with the election process right now that they're not going to show up. Because just even if enough, a tiny margin of them don't show up, then we win. Because Stacey Abrams has got the other side so fired up. Well, if we get the Senate and we get the Georgia runoff, do you guys think that the Democrats will have the balls to really do anything? Like in terms of all of it, income inequality, voter suppression, like there's so many bills sitting, you know, on Nancy Pelosi's desk that Mitch McConnell wouldn't let, but that the House already approved. I think it's going to be a little bit of everything. I don't think we're going to get everything that we want, but I think it's going to, I think the best thing that's come from this, from us having to be at home and living in constant fear that we're going <laughs> to blow up every night because that fucker has his finger over the button, that we've had to learn about politics as Americans in a way that we've never thought it was necessary. The way they talk about politics in Europe and around the world, we've had to do that more. And I think it's going to be on us to stay on our, our, our representatives, be like, hey, um, remember that thing you said you were going to do? You got to get on that. Like, it's going to be tough and we're not going to win every battle. Well, let's talk shit about Republicans. Who are you guys hating the most right now? Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham. Graham. Fuck you, Lindsey Graham. Graham. I hate you so much. He's a spineless dick. And second up is Mitch McConnell, which we've already discussed. We don't need to do Uh, that. What's so sad is that his homophobia is what led him to support Trump because he was one of the good ones on the Republican side. He was one of the rational ones. He was, there's so much footage of him saying, yeah, I don't like Trump. And then all of a sudden they went golfing. He's a terrible person and he is a Roy Cohn. There's a type of gay person who doesn't deal with their sexuality and they become, we all know them, the most evil because they let that take over. Come out, no one cares. Like Republicans don't care. Right. That's the thing like, I I just, I know enough Republicans, especially in the world now, they see enough gay people. They they may not want to, in their faith, they don't want to hear about it and they don't, whatever, but they do not care. They all know. It's like they all knew Liberace was gay. They, it's right. you're as gay as Liberace, honey. You're not. Right. <laughs> that my mom probably right. didn't know. Speaking of your Republican friends and family, because we've all got them, acquaintances, colleagues. Yep. Are you going to, moving forward, be like, let's bury the hatchet? Or are you going to be like, take your Trump fucking <laughs> horse you rode in on and go fuck right off for the next four years? We don't want to hear from you. I, 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 that's such a good question. I don't know what I'm going to do in my, in my, I don't know. I'm, I love my family so much. And the, the reasons for I think they vote are, they are, first of all, they're on a different Facebook than we are. They get all different information. They read all different articles. It would be easier, I think in a way, or it would actually make more sense if my family members, if they were so strongly pro-life or anti-gay or racist, then I could have something to hook onto and say, this is wrong, but they're pro-choice, most of them. They are pro-gay and they claim to not be racist. There are things that you're like, oh, that's actually right. You just don't know and all that. Are they wealthy? But in their minds, they all, they're just like that, but they still vote Republican because they want to protect their thousands. You know, the, all the talking points, it's just like, and also politics is so forbidden in my family to talk about. It's so like, we can't talk about this. It's so difficult to even bring it up without coming off like California fruitcake. And I want to do the right thing, but I'm also like, is this going to change anyone's mind? Or I'm just going to come off crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. Tom, same? Um, same. I'm, they know they can't talk to me about it because <laughs> I. they know that I'm a very uh, vocal human being and I'm very angry and I don't 
I don't sugarcoat for them ever. Like I've told my dad many times he's a racist fuck to his face. <laughs> you can't love me as a gay human being and then go back and be like, oh, but this person is a good human being. He he means good things. Like my sister, a few weeks, uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about the election. She's like, well, I just feel like the media has been really mean to the president. I'm like, no, no. And I started screaming to the high heavens because I was like, absolutely not. And I just went off on her. And at the end she was like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm like, of course you get it. Okay, so let's talk about your show, okay? Right. We describe it as a super funny take on Tom's personal rage, but we feel like it's gonna resonate with everyone because there's a collective rage that's going on that we're all experiencing and contributing to. Why do you think we're in a collective rage? And is that what made you wanna do the show? Uh, kind of jumping off of what we've already been speaking about, I think we are in a collective rage because of this political climate, the racial climate, and now like the health and economic climate. It's just like everything on top of everything has just kind of exploded. And I think we're all forced to stay in cages. We're all in these house cages. We're animals. We're not supposed to be kept in cages. And um, I think that that is really triggering and like kind of like, you know, frustrating for so many people. And it was definitely the impetus for me. I mean, I took my cage and I decided to write this rageful show, rhyming. What really incises me sometimes is looking on Instagram and everyone is just putting on this facade of a person who is just perfect and beautiful and wonderful. And I couldn't take it anymore because I had nothing else to do than watch television and scroll on my fucking phone. Everything in the world just kind of pushed me over the edge. And I was just like, well, I have to talk about it. And Drew, you directed it. Yeah, I was so happy when he asked me to do it. And I was like, well, absolutely. Because anger is such an important, it, I think it's an important emotion that we're so afraid of. You know, and I've always said this is like actors and gay people and, and, you know, and and Tom's like Christian background. All of that is like, tells you, don't be angry. Don't be too much. Don't walk into a party and just be honest because that's not cool. That's not sexy. It's not funny. It's, it's, you know, and we all have it in ourselves. And yes, we are all trapped at home and we're broke and we're not working. We don't know how much longer we're going to be doing that. That's why I think we have this collective rage about these Netflix shows that people are just like so angry about certain things. Like, I'm sorry that I hate the crown or whatever. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, don't watch it. But you're like, I, that's all people have. To hook on to yeah. it's like their opinions about a movie because they can't they can't really deal with like no it's not about this netflix show it's about i am powerless my life. powerless <laughs> yes powerless. I'm powerless you know i relate to you both obviously i'm filled with rage and <laughs> i know that that mainly that comes from feeling powerless and i think that now more than ever every single person on the planet it's not even in this country it's in the whole globe feels powerless we are powerless against this virus we're powerless against the power that's above us where it's like every single thing and i do want to say for both of you for the show um and maybe you can even speak to this i appreciate more than anything when we can laugh at ourselves and make fun of ourselves within our own group but what you did in the show was to be able to cathartically as a member of the group Yes. point out the bullshit that's within the group while still remaining a respectable me respectable member of the group and also pointing out your own sort of like shittiness you know yeah. what i mean thank you for saying thank that thank you that's I, very I, sweet I, i'm not interested in pointing out when 
straight people are mean to us or like not or whatever. <laughs> and like, oh, I don't, I, I, we've seen that story. <laughs> we're monsters as well. And we're monster. We have a monster in us. I just think the point of like writing your material is like to just own your shit and say, here's how I'm fucked up. And here's how you're fucked up within the community. And here's how we need to not be. As LGBTQ plus gets bigger and bigger and more and more accepted, we're going to have a lot more basic assholes that are in the group that we're going to go. Mm -hmm. And you're not a hero. No, (laughs) just because you're gay and you came out, you're not a hero. hero. Like you haven't done that yet. So I think it's important because I think we're very afraid still to show queer people with with warts and with damage and that we all have. We're still afraid of that. We're we're still going, oh, if they're gay, they're, they're a savior. No, and that's something not. in the rehearsal process that Drew really worked hard with me on and why it was such a great, uh, he was so fucking incredible, is that he kept saying, don't punch down here. Exactly like you said, Julie, don't punch down here. Don't punch down. Like, let's try and keep it more personal. Keep it more on, on you. Like, you know, and that was really the intention. I am every single thing that I make fun of in the show. I am all of those things. We are all of those things. And yes. in the gay community, especially even in the straight community, we all falter because like we said even earlier, we're all fucking human. We're all going to make mistakes. Yep. Well, we really urge our 14 listeners to, to stream <laughs> the show. It was really, it was cathartic for us. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. It was really funny. Yep. So tell Thank them you. how they can stream it, where they can find you guys. Um, it's at iamatheater.com. So I-A-M-A theater with an R-E.com. You can stream it through January 11th. Um, every week uh, we have a different talk back. So Michael Yuri is doing a talk back with us for the first week. Week two, we have Tom Link and Byron Lane talking. So we have several people talking to us. What does a talk back mean? You just sort of break it down. Mm-hmm. They, they say what they, their thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. So far, we've only done the one with Michael and we basically, Michael just watched it and was like interviewed us basically. And we kind of let the conversation go That's where cool. it was going to go. So idea. it's very casual, sort of like, how did you get the, you know. And then the third one, the third one is TBD, but it's going to be a, a lovely female guest. Oh. And then the, and then the, yeah, oh. <laughs> oh. And then the, the last talk back is actually a, a more of a roundtable conversation. Uh, the mm-hmm. I Am a Theater is um, doing a virtual theater season. So there's going to be three or four four more solo shows after me. Mm. And um, I'm going to have Drew and I are going to have a talk with all of them as the final one so that like you, we can get to know these other people and we can kind of like talk about my show and the process and whatever else too. It's so a great idea to yeah. stream, especially solo shows. You can go into the space. We didn't want to hide behind the fact that we were shooting it in a theater. We wanted, mm-hmm. to, uh, we wanted to see the chairs. We wanted to see mm-hmm. the lights. We wanted to see that space and like, you know, so that you're like to remind just what it's like to be in a theater. So we weren't yeah. shooting in it someone's house on a green screen or whatever. So yeah. It was great. We, we really Thank loved you. it. Say your social medias. <laughs> I'm at Drew Drogi on, on all the, all the things. Instagram, I'm at, it's Drew underscore Drogi. And I'm at Detrinis, which is my last name, D-E-T-R-I-N-I-S on Instagram and Twitter, which I'm not as active on is at T-E-T. T-E-E-D-E-T-E-E because Tom Detrinis, it's complicated. Thank yeah, you both right. so, so much. It was so Thank fun. Pleasure. Now it's time for So There's That. All 
All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the rotted pile of racist Facebook Fox News garbage that this country (laughs) has become. She's always hated this segment, and I don't know why, but it seems to be getting harder rather than easier. That's right. So I honestly... I'm at a loss. Sometimes I try to predict <laughs> what you're going to do. And I'm uh-huh. like looking around just like, I don't. Is she going to do these carolers that stop by? Well, is she going to do the humanity in the air? I don't see any humanity in the air. Well, you found my tooth. That's right. So there is that. So there's that. <laughs> Cracked her tooth on popcorn. It fell into the wrinkle in time. I mean, how many weeks later? How many Almost weeks? Almost three. I step on it. I go, what's this rock? I pick it up. I go, your tooth. And this is how well I know you. It's not like I found a fucking molar on the ground. No, it's half a tooth. It's a shard of a tooth. It's a quarter of a tooth. Yes. It's like the one corner. And I just mm -hmm. looked and I went, I kissed it up to God. I said, (laughs) Meow Meow's tooth. Look at my angel's tooth. I could tell by the color, the texture, the hardness. Mm. I'd almost damn near cut through my fucking (laughs) barnacle heel. I would love to put it on a tiny, delicate chain Mm -hmm. and be like, all I want for Christmas is Meow Meow's popcorn (laughs) tooth, her popcorn tooth, her popcorn. And it just hang there kind of like when they get like that saber tooth, but it's your little tooth. Well, can we do it? (laughs) I don't know if, I mean, it'd have to be a very delicate chain. Someone would have to get, I could probably have our jeweler do it. Would you wear my tooth? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we have a jeweler and he, we could have him do some very delicate work. Hmm. He would act very put out. Okay. Like, I don't know if you have arthritis, but then let's get your son in here. Let's. All let's right. Time well, to we're going to we'll on. talk about it later. We'll okay. get into that for sure. Okay. So even though. So there's that. <laughs> uh, and I would die if you wore my tooth on a necklace. This week, it's all about stimulus, stimulus, stimulus. Final fucking Lee. Now, basically, Congress had to have an emergency meeting over the weekend to discuss the stimulus, even though Mitch McConnell's been screaming and crying about giving relief to anyone because he's a soul-sucking, power-mongering, greedy, demon-dick-sucking pile of shit who only wants to enrich himself and undo all of the good shit Obama did and won't rest until the Republican Party is otherwise known as the white supremacist party of men. If I I was religious, (sighs) I would lose my religion. That karma hasn't taken him. I really would. It's beyond. Now, he's being bitch slapped into a corner by Nance Pelosi and Congress to give some compromise for Corona relief stimulus before the end of the year or the government will shut down. And if the government shuts down, that means Republicans won't make their money. That's right. Now, unfortunately, that that is the only reason this is even happening, because the government needs to get funded or it'll shut down. And God forbid any Republicans don't get their payday. Be damned everyone else who can't make any money because they shut down the country. But as long as Mitch gets his money, there's a deal to be made. And you know what? Lucky us. Now, you've probably heard we're going to get another stimulus. Thank fucking God. Mitch McConnell isn't the only diarrhea monster in Congress. And I mean, let's be honest, there aren't any Republicans in Congress right now who aren't diarrhea monsters. But a turd emerged at the top of the pot this week, and his name is Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, who threw the final banana peel on the road to recovery this weekend, stopping everyone from making a deal even earlier than it could have been made because he didn't want to sign off on the bill because it didn't remove certain lending practices he helped implement as an emergency for small businesses. He needed them to get removed because he said that where we are now, they don't need that kind of help anymore. And he doesn't want Democrats... Democrats to take advantage of that kind of lending practice. You now. dick. You fucking dick. Yes. Now you asshole. 
Pat- what, 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 what? I'm sorry. Did we what, did we rebound <laughs> while I was sleeping? Are businesses mm-hmm. flourishing? That's like, what he literally uh, said. Uh, 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 yes. Now, I digress, though, but I thought that was important to say. But it looks like the stimulus is going to be about $900 billion, which is way less than what Nance Pelosi originally asked for. And she has had her feet, then calves, then legs, then torso, then body chopped off by Mitch McConnell. Then, of course, Mitch McConnell turns around and goes, can you believe Nancy Pelosi doesn't have any feet or calves or legs or body? Who lives like that? I just want to say the woman is what, Memo 80? Uh-huh. Um I find never leaving and just simply speaking into a microphone exhausting and I'm just like, "Oh." Oh my god, yeah. The woman is 80 and has <laughs> yeah. been fighting these diarrhea monsters mm-hmm. since March. Yep. And not even si- for the last four fucking years. Mm-hmm fighting them tooth and nail and it's really ramped up in 2018 when we took the house when democrats got the majority in the house at 80 years old fights these dicks as the only woman in the room i'm just like and particularly the last month just fighting and fighting and fighting to help people who are starving who are now homeless who are Mm -hmm. about to be evicted Mm -hmm. just think about it i'm just speaking to myself the next time i complain or feel annoyed or underpaid or underappreciated and overworked. It's like the level this woman is showing up for us. We're so lucky to have her. We're so lucky. And anytime you want to go, why doesn't Nancy Pelosi stop yourself right there and put Mitch McConnell? Don't right. you ever met. Don't even her mouth. Her name should never come out of your mouth without saying thank you. So if you find yourself saying why Nance Pelosi, no, no, it's why Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And the answer is because he only cares about his own money and his own power and taking away everything Obama did. It's in his own words. He said it in his own mouth. He will stop anything from going on the floor. It's disgusting. What they need to have a constitutional amendment for is changing that. Every bill needs to go to the floor. Every single bill needs to go to the floor. Every single bill needs to go to the floor. And no one should be the gatekeeper to what those people fucking vote on. I digress. <clears throat> Now, this deal is expected to include direct payments for those of us who are, who qualify of $600. So we got $1,200 last time, a one lump sum payment. This is going to be $600. But if you're on unemployment insurance, you're going to get a bonus of $300 a week. It also includes more money for businesses who can't pay rent and workers and vaccine distribution funds. We don't have an exact number for those, but that money is going to be happening as well. Now, what it does not do, it takes away more than $429 billion in unused CARE Act funds. Definitive ends the CARES Act lending facilities. That's what I'm talking about with Pat Toomey. Oh, he got he so got it to that, go through? That they're taking away. So he got that? Yeah, because he's a piece of shit. Wow. From what I understand, that's that's from what I understand. So we're getting the 600, we're getting the 300 a week, but there's a lot that we're not getting. I will say, and what it is important to um, remember, is that when Biden becomes president, from what he's saying and what from Nancy Pelosi is saying, this is really just a bridge and that they're going to go in and fight to get the rest of the money. January 5th, January 5th, January 5th. Exactly. Now, Georgia, 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 you're on our minds. But this isn't about, you know, our rage right now. It's not about what we don't have. It's about what we do have. So let's, we need to focus on the good news. We have to look at what we do have and start putting our minds down that road. And right now, the good news is there is a stimulus package and it's just the beginning. So once Biden becomes president and yes, Georgia and John Ossoff and Reverend Warnick are going to become the senators, we're going to get the Senate and then we're going to get the more money. But as of now, any money is good money and we could all use it. And if we so happen to not win the Senate, 
we got this, you know? That's right. Because God forbid, what if this didn't happen and you got nothing? And then like, said, Ugh. I mean, even honestly, at this point, speaking from somebody who's right down in the trenches, even a hundred dollars would be helpful. So we can all expect our little bit of guilt in a couple of weeks. And I, for one, am so fucking grateful. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. Thank you to the five people who are still listening to our cracked out asses right now. <laughs> we want to urge all five of you to sign up for our Patreon podcast. If you haven't already, our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules. And best of all, no pressure or talk about joining the Patreon. So if you're someone who enjoys us, but you'd rather not hear about politics or you're just sick of politics in general, or you just want more, of us, then you have to check out our Patreon podcast. There's no reason not to. No, please. And seriously, why are you wasting your time suffering through content that you don't love? Because it's free? Fuck that. Our Patreon is cheap. It's only $1 for one hour long podcast and $2 for two hour long podcast per week. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to our whole back catalog, which is hundreds of hours of stress-free podcasts. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you are helping two people not lose their homes in a pandemic. It's literally, meow, meow, mm -hmm. a micro charity. It's true. It is. It is true. And if being pressured to give us money out of the kindness of your uh. charitable heart isn't working, then go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and just see if you like it. Maybe mm -hmm. you're thinking... I know by the end of this podcast, we're pretty goddamn insufferable. And you're just like, ah, I've had enough. I don't need more. <laughs> but there's a free one right there on patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics for you to listen to and see if you like it. All you have to do is scroll down to the locked podcasts until you get to September and then look for the episode called Windows Up Sing Time. And then all you have to do is just press play. It's easy. It's easy. It's so easy. And you can listen to the whole hour-long podcast for free right there on the Patreon website. You don't have to download anything or pay anything. And if you decide to sign up, you can always listen to the podcast on Patreon.com or you can download the Patreon app for free and listen to the podcast there. Or the easiest thing to do is to import our Patreon podcast feed into iTunes or Pocket Cast or wherever you listen to the podcast so all your podcasts are in one place. It's super easy and fast. Once you subscribe to our Patreon, just Google how to listen to Patreon podcasts and iTunes. Yeah, it just makes it like all your podcasts are together. Right. It's seamless. It takes one second. It's worth it. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Drew and Tom. Drew and Tom. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual 
I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame So I'll remove the cause <laughs> But not the symptom <laughs> 